2: Hello
3: and welcome. It's our number 2, our number 2 of the podcast. And Ben Roethlisberger is in the Maller monologue this hour. Is it good or bad? Good or bad that Ben Roethlisberger is going to agree to have his contract shifted around so he can stay with the Steelers in 2021? I give you my 10 cents and why this is actually not something to celebrate if you truly care about the Pittsburgh Steelers. You've got a, st- a falling star falling on you. We'll get to that and more. It's coming your way right now in hour number two. Steeler maneuvering, but is it good? Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we round-robin coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and extremely powerful microphones of FSR, emanating live from inside the magic radio box, our lead this hour comes from posturing with contracts in the NFL, specifically the tenuous future of Ben Roethlisberger in the Berg. Now there were some statements made back and forth. Art Rooney the not to be confused with Art Rooney the first. Art Rooney the uh, the Steeler president of uh, business operations, football operations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He's the big cheese, Art Rooney. The second says that Big Ben, the other Big Ben, wants to return next season. Hallelujah! Is that good? I don't know. But the Steve president said it was untenable without a reworked contract. Now, Roethlisberger, we've talked about this in previous episodes, the number that keeps getting tossed out is $41 million dollars. Because that would be the salary cap hit this next NFL season for Ben Roethlisberger's contract status is, according to Rooney, going to be a big factor in what the team does, which is you don't know, really, really need anyone to tell you. That's kind of obvious if you just look at the numbers. Now, Ben Roethlisberger has responded to Art Rooney II. What did he say? Did you hear? Maybe not. So Roethlisberger says he doesn't care about his salary at all this upcoming NFL season when it comes back around like a boomerang. And Roethlisberger implied that he is uh, open to moving some numbers around to accommodate the Pittsburgh football team and their salary cap situation. So let us discuss. The question, and this is really the interesting part of this, is this actually a net positive or a net negative for the Steelers that these comments indicate Ben Roethlisberger is going to be back? That it'll be the status quo that the uh, Steelers are going to stand pat at the quarterback position. So the needle here, the needle is pointing clear and obviously to this is a net negative. This is a, it's going down. It's a thumb down, right? I've got the ostrich the fastball, and quantum leap. And we will lock all these things together. Now, number one. Number one. Ben Roethlisberger has had a Hall of Fame career, but that's what he has done. That's not what he's going to do in the near future. He was a shell of what he had been in 2020, and anyone with functioning eyeballs or eardrums, you don't have to have both. You could have listened to the games on the radio. You would have come to that conclusion. Now, from what I have been able to decipher here, this is being packaged as team first guy, Ben Roethlisberger. He just wants to win another Super Bowl, and he's willing to give back money. He's not giving back any money. The way the NFL's Fugazi salary cap is you're just moving some numbers around. It's a shell game. Is what it is. So Rothsberger is gonna get his money. They're just gonna move it around and repackage it and, and maybe they'll add an extra year to the contract, a, a phony year just to make it the numbers all work out. But it's not something to smile about. Now, I, I don't have a horse in the race here. I'm not a Steeler fan. And it's not something to get excited about. The only reason you should be happy about this is if you're a fan of the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, or the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, because Roethlisberger this past season was going through the motions and the numbers didn't look horrible to the casual fan, the low information fan. as Well, Roethlisberger, the Steelers had a good record and he had, look at the numbers, but you had to use the, the eyeball test, the eardrum test to see a guy who sleeps on the job. He was snoozing. That was him, right? Someone, Someone uh, was was messing with him, or he was just off his game. I don't know what was going on. Something was going on there. He was cutting corners. It was shoddy quarterback play. And now many Steeler apologists, the lapdogs, are apparently willfully ignorant on this issue, acting like the ostrich, burying their head in the sand. They play the yeah, but you, yeah, but he's a legend. Yeah, but he's a Steeler great. Greatest quarterback in Steeler history. Yeah, but, 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 yeah, but. Doesn't change the reality. All right. Now, second thing here if this plan works, which has been hatched here, and I'm cynical of nature, right? I'm a cynic, and I look at this and I say, this felt like it was orchestrated. Like, Art Rooney comes out, makes a statement. He's the bad cop. Ben Roethlisberger then the good cop. He comes in and says, oh, no, no, I'm team first guy. Rah, rah. I don't care about any of that. Uh, so it, it felt a little scripted to me. Felt a little scripted to me. I don't know if it was, but it just felt that way, the way the story came out. And a few hours later, Roethlisberger responds. Uh, but this whole thing, from the Pittsburgh football team's perspective, this is problematic because the Steelers, if this continues here, they're going to remain in this holding pattern as they circle around the airport waiting for the control tower to give them a runway to land on. And Ben Roethlisberger, uh, he's essentially got this team in a reverse chokehold, the Steelers, because this delays the inevitable. The Steelers have a star pitcher who does not have his fastball, does not have his fastball, and by all accounts does not have a secondary pitch. There's some famous stories of pitchers that lost their fastball and then learned a a great curveball or a knuckleball or something else. But in this case, he better learn quick. He better be a quick study here, Ben Roethlisberger, because from what I have seen, this is the twilight of the twilight. Roethlisberger averaged a futile 6.3 yards per pass in the Berg last season. Now, seven is average, so he's below average by almost a yard, and that was down in his salad days with the Steelers. He averaged at one point 8.9 yards per pass. How the mighty have fallen. Now, they don't have Antonio Brown walking through that door, and they don't have the the top-shelf receivers like they used to have, but even more alarming, the final seven-game stretch, which included six regular season games and the playoff stinker against the Browns. So I want to give you those numbers because I think it's important here. And I know I never give too many numbers on the radio. But Roethlisberger, the final seven-game stretch, including the playoffs, had 15 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. His passer rating was 83.6. But here's the, the stat. His yards per pass attempt was below six yards per pass. Below six yards per pass. The final seven games. So Roethlisberger was not only a quarterback, he was a baseline player. Now, I know this is hard for some people to understand because the Steelers had a sexy record. And at one point, they were shooting for history. They didn't lose until late in the year. But it appears this was because of smoke and mirrors and just having a very talented defense and a deep overall roster. And then once that started to get chipped away upon, then the the warts came out for the Steelers. Now, final point. We have the great quarterback migration, all these big-name quarterbacks who are changing teams, players that have started in the NFL for either a couple years or a number of years. Some of them have been to Super Bowls. Jimmy Garoppolo, for example, who's likely to be on the move, uh, have had huge contracts. Deshaun Watson's got one now. Matthew Stafford has one with the Lions. Pittsburgh. By making this move here, they end up missing out on an opportunity to strike while the iron is hot for a quarterback. And instead, they'll be sitting in a lawn chair with a little glass of lemonade, and they'll be sipping the lemonade, and maybe they got a bucket of popcorn with them as well, so they'll have some lemonade and some popcorn, and they'll just watch all the, all the fun. Unless you consider the not low risk, the no risk flyer on Dwayne Haskins from the team formerly known as the Redskins on on loan from Toontown, and that was the the big move here. The, now the Devil's Advocate argument. I know the other side. I know the other side of the aisle. The other side of the aisle says, "Well, is that the, the Steelers do not dabble in free agent quarterbacks? So it doesn't matter whether Roethlisberger agreed to renegotiate his deal or not. The Steelers, it's just not their style to go out and sign a free agent." quarterback or even trade for an established quarterback, they have certain parameters in Pittsburgh that are inflexible. Now I'm going to push back on that, right? Because we've seen some oddities from time to time, but you you occasionally have to make that quantum leap. You occasionally have to make that quantum leap and you don't want to be the person using dial up internet and a flip phone And a typewriter when your competitors have cable modems and iPhones and supercomputers and all that. And the Steelers' approach to building a roster, well, it's been successful. And certainly not as successful lately in the last few years as far as playoff success and whatnot. Right now, the Steelers are on AOL and they're on Netscape Navigator in comparison to the other teams. So at some point, whether it happens now, it doesn't seem like it's going to happen now. Maybe it happens a year from now, two years from now. You're going to have to change with the times. You're going to have to change with the times. And it appears they're, they're not going to do that. It's the old Stan Pat thing for now for the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, It is the Ben Maller Show. That is the show you're listening to right now, Inside the Magic Radio Box. Next hour, we're going to have Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Later this hour, we've got Maller to the third degree coming up here in a in uh, in a in a few minutes. In a few minutes, we'll have Maller to the third degree. We'll take plenty of your phone calls as well at 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Now, I love legal stories because I get to pretend to be a lawyer. I also love stories about palace intrigue. Those are, to me, always good stories. We have one of those in the NFL. and has not fully made the rounds here, but there is an interesting report out of Lost Wages, Nevada, about the depths of despair for the Raiders. Uh, and this past NFL season, report came out. I don't know if you saw this or not. Maybe, Maybe you missed it. So the Raiders finished. Average. They were 8-8, and right? Doesn't get any more average than that. They did not make the postseason. The greatness of the Raiders. High expectations. Raiders got off to a good start, and they went belly up, went belly up. Well, a certain Raider player who was part of a viral video, even though he wasn't in the video a couple years ago, apparently put the Raiders on blast. Behind a paywall on The Athletic, they report that Nelson Aguilar stormed into the Raider locker room and started screaming. I don't know how he Maybe he screamed like a banshee. I don't know. But he was upset. Now, this happened in Week 16. So not the final game. Week 16. This is the game you might remember the Raiders had a big game with the Miami Dolphins, and they lost that game by one point. That was when Ryan Fitzpatrick came in, right, in relief of Tua. And I believe that was the one of a couple games that yeah, happened. Yeah, that was the game. Yeah, so so anyway, to, to just give you some more details on this Aguilar story, uh, John Gruden, apparently he addressed the team. This was bef- before John Gruden addressed the team. Aguilar was like a volcano with molten lava, and uh, everyone said he was pissed, and he called out the team, and some of the quotes in this athletic story say that Aguilar accused the Raiders of being selfish, having no accountability, and having a lackluster work ethic and told his teammates that they, quote, sucked. <laughs> then it gets even better. But wait, there's more. So this story about the dysfunction in the Raider locker room. So then they said after uh, this guy run, reads in the, the riot act, uh, Nelson Aguilar, uh, then there there was silence. And nobody even addressed it. There was no follow up. It's like they were in agreement. Even John, you know, John Gruden, uh, he wouldn't even talk about it. Now, a couple thoughts. All right, A. He's not wrong. Like Nelson Aguilar is not wrong. Now, why this story came out now, and you know, it seems the timing. uh, I don't know, a little bizarre. But but Aguilar's quote to me, I didn't watch every Raider game, but that is a talented team, and I don't know how hard they worked, but it didn't seem like they they were doing the things that, that the good teams do which normally are accountability and hard work and and all that and uh, and the other thing about Aguilar he's got a future in sports radio that sounds those are all the ingredients of a Malor monologue right there right? you suck you blow uh, and you know all those all those terms so yeah we'll see what where this goes and we'll find out how upset the Raider brass is whether or not Aguilar is back with the with the the Raiders next season, I mean, he had a pretty good year catching the football from Carr, and he's got a you know, contracts. We'll see what happens going forward. Remember that viral drop, the viral drop from a couple years ago when he was in Philadelphia, and he kept dropping passes. And there was that guy in Philly who saved. And there were a couple guys My in man, Philly was like
5: throwing babies out the window. Wow. We was catching them, unlike Aguilar.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, so there was a building on fire in Philly, and uh, they're dropping kids out of the window. It's like out of a horror movie, and they uh, these guys were catching the kids that were being dropped out. And he had the line ripping Aguilar. That was to the local nightly news in Philly. That is this great audio, just wonderful, delicious audio. All right, it's Ben Maller show. The Ben Maller show. will take your phone calls at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Call them Garden Variety Gamblers. Garden Variety Gamblers. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. What planet would you want to visit? Oh, here in the whole wide world, you know it. Thank you for that question, Rob. Uh, I have to say, um, South Africa.
0: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio
2: app.
1: Listen up, Mallor Militia. The, Ma- the Ben Maller Show is the show of the people by the people for the people. You can join the movement by following Big Ben on Twitter at Ben Maller or our executive producer. It is Coop Deloop, and he is on Twitter at UH Bronco Fan. He recently, yeah, he, he recently came on my podcast, and it was like a, a cannabis video commercial, and it was a good time. It was- <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's get back to, to Ben Maller, who invented the outhouse. <laughs> was it a delayed reaction there,
3: Roberto? What was that? <laughs> what was you trying to process? What's going on here? Huh. Interesting. Chip in the Q's writes in. He says, I am sure the Steeler fans will not agree or be happy to hear the truth. I, Chip in the Q, says, totally do agree with it. And I'm also very happy that this monologue was not about Tom Brady. I am tired of hearing people gush over Tom Brady. Well, you just wait, Chip, because in hour number four, we parse the words of Tom Brady. And The reason I'm doing that is because I believe he took shots at Bill Belichick, and I would like to go through that point by point. Explain. Uh, David, the Steeler fan in Ohio, says, Ben, the Steelers are playing Atari while everyone else is playing Xbox. Yeah, it's a good line. Good line, you know. I've used that line before, a long time ago. I've not used that line in a long time. It has happened. We'd also like to alert all the affiliates down the line that Marcel in Brooklyn has announced he will be calling in later. I wonder what his sleep pattern is because he's uh, he always calls the last hour, but he's up right now. So what's the deal? What gives? All right, uh, who else do we have? Let's see. Page down here. Page down. Uh, there's a couple other ones. I'm trying to find them here. Uh, David. David also said, I am confused, Ben. For a moment, I thought I was listening to KDKA in Pittsburgh, the first commercial radio station, uh, talking to the folks in Pittsburgh. They want the big, goofy bastard back. Please tell me no. Anyway, thank you for the Steeler talk. Bring on Sam Darnold or the ghost of Johnny Unitas, he says. There you go. Uh, Our guy Colin, he's a big morning guy in Pittsburgh, and he's up prepping for his show. He points out that Roethlisberger is not good enough to get them to the Super Bowl, but will never be bad enough to get them a top 10 pick. Football purgatory. Yeah, that's a good point. You're stuck in the twilight zone. Like, cause you're you're a competitive team and you're you know you got a shot to be something, but but you're not a real threat. Like Patrick Mahomes, unless he gets hurt, isn't going away. Like he's going to be there, and that's just the reality of the situation. This portion of the Ben Maller show made possible by Farmers. Call one one eight 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 Farmers, the switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto. Insurance. So the phones we go and let's say hello to Mr. Irrigation. He's cashing a golden ticket. Hello, Mr. Irrigation. I
4: got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. I got a golden ticket. I love that. That's the longest one I've gotten so far. Golden ticket song Ben. And I gotta thank you for the golden ticket because man without you I wouldn't have it. I mean we are totally badass at passports. I mean, well, we are
3: about, uh, We're the great. Uh, you think of uh, peanut butter and jelly. You think of uh, cheese and pizza. We go together so well, so well. I mean,
4: yeah, uh, we're nine and one. I think so.
3: Nine and yeah. one? Are you kidding me? Wow, ninety yeah. percent winning percentage. Nine hundred. <laughs> actually, nine hundred. Ninety's not much. Ninety nine hundred winning percentage. I
4: know that, that's true. listen. I agree so much with what you're saying tonight about about Watson and. Uh, You know, I've heard that he wants to go play for the Jets, but I've also heard him say he wants to play for a winner, you know, and I think a lot of the reason he probably wants to go play for the Jets is because of his name, and he'll be selling insurance and cars up there the minute his... You know, Pete
3: Land in New York as the quarterback. I don't know about
7: that. It's not the Cowboys. When you
3: play, wait, wait. wait. When you play quarterback for the Jets, you're not exactly uh, the Cowboy guy. The Cowboy guy gets all those commercials. The Jets guy doesn't. The Giants quarterback does better than the Jets quarterback. But, but no, the 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 idea that Watson, I have to get out of Houston. It's such a horrible place to play. The team doesn't know what they're doing. I know. I'll go to the Jets because they know what they're doing. The Jets never f anything up.
4: That right there, yeah, I mean, that just yeah, uh, and you hit, you've hit on another uh, point that really gets home with me, and you said you know the the, um, the McNairs are basically saying that you would trade Tennessee back to Houston, and I would do that in a heartbeat because if you look at what the Titans have done since leaving Houston, and you look at what the tight or the Oilers did when they were here, I mean, the 20 years of what the McNairs have done is com- uh, compared to what uh, Adams family did. I mean, it's, it's, there's no comparison. I mean... What's I
3: going... By the way, Mr. Gage, what, what's there's a lot of ambient noise going on. What, what is going on behind you? What, where are you calling from? Are you in like a factory or something? What is
4: going on there? Uh, I think that's just the AC, man. Um, yeah. That's an, the That's AC the guys. air conditioning? Well, here, listen. That is, is that what you're hearing? Was that the noise?
3: Yeah, I guess. All right, I, I, I got to go. I'm getting a headache. Thank you. I got I to gotta go. Thank you. All right, MGM John is in Vegas, and he is in panic mode now. The Raiders are crumbling. Hello, MGM John. Pokey, pokey, pokey,
2: Mister Ben Maller. Then I am not worried about the Raiders at We are not crumbling next season. We will improve to nine and seven, one game at oh, a time. Sorry. You, at a you year.
3: said the Raiders were going to make the playoffs this year. You had all the bull crap. You were ranting and raving at the beginning of the year. You were so excited; it was orgasmic. The, the Raiders. You could not wait to talk about the Raiders.
2: Well, it's simple. The NFL hates the Raiders. They always hate the Raiders. It is a guarantee. They've always hated the Raiders ever since Al Davis was there. They've never won anything ever since 2002. See, even Roberto agrees. The, Ra- the NFL yeah, even Roberto, the who's they- wearing they his uh, Al Davis jumpsuit, agrees. Yes. Then half Raiders win another. And also, one more thing, Ben Maller. The Family Fanatics will be trending worldwide because i man. Star. <laughs> Don't My start man. with that <laughs>
3: pathetic bullcrap. How dare you! How dare you? All right. Uh, but I, I've learned that Brian is a big fanboy for all these quarterbacks. I have learned that. Big fanboy. Uh, you were pumping up. Uh, who's was that little guy, the little fella for the Cardinals there? The fun size quarterback. What was his name? I forget his name. He, he didn't make the playoffs, so I don't I don't know their names. Oh, Kyler the playoffs, Murray. So. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Alligator Arms. And uh, you were pumping him up. Did he have a losing MVP. record this year?
1: And uh, how'd that work out? Wait, that did, that work did he out? How did he finish
3: the year? How did How did Wait, Kyler finish you the gotta, year? You yeah. got to answer my question. It's not question. how you
1: start; it's how you finish. It's uh, how you finish, right? You don't know anything about that, but anyway, I won't well, go that road. I know a lot road. more
3: about it than you. Do. So yeah, let me tell you. you All didn't right, we, my stop. Questions.
1: Stop! You're
0: wasting time here. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m.
1: Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Let's get back to a chatterbox, a man who has admitted he never listens to anything that he says or hears on the radio. It's Ben Maller. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate that.
3: All right, anyway, listen. It is the uh, the Ben Maller Show. As we press on, let me let me touch uh, touch up your work there, Brian, because you screwed some things up there. This portion of the show made possible by Discover Card. We believe a better tomorrow is possible for everyone. Discover something brighter. Boom. See, that's how you do a that's how you do a sponsor read right there. That's how you do a sponsor read
1: without interruption. It's amazing what happens when somebody doesn't oh, interject. You're playing like the victim. You. Oh, I'm, I'm a just victim. pointing out what's really happening, oh, Ben. It happened to me. It's so difficult. Oh, I boom. feel bad for a lot of your callers because they're. Trying to blame it on me that I'm the one that's having a long update. You're the one that's butting in. And I feel for you, Mallard Militia. And if you want to join Fenley Fanatics, I'm here for you. I am here no, for no,
7: you. No, no,
3: You're not going to hijack these airways with your propaganda. It is not going to happen. Okay, so stop. Stop. I hate to crush your, your dreams and break your heart, but that's not going to happen here. Sorry. All right. All right. Uh, so the, the story. Garden variety gamblers, there is a new gambling mecca in the United States. Did you see this? This is crazy. My entire life, Lost Wages Nevada, gambling mecca, an oasis in the desert, but not anymore. The state of, wait for it, wait for it, New Jersey is number one in the United States of America. For sports gambling, congratulations to all my degenerate gambling friends in New Jersey. And they didn't just beat Nevada by a little bit. They beat Nevada by $1.7 million. Uh, Nevada number two. And the Nevada sportsbooks handled $588.4 million from bettors. That was in the month of December uh, but if you look at the overall totals, uh, New Jersey, a domination situation. The Garden State taking in $6 billion overall in 2020. That breaks the all-time record in any one year for the state of Nevada at $5.3 million. Now, keep in mind,
1: the reason this is, All right, we have lost connection with Big Ben Mallor. So hopefully, we can get him on the line as soon as possible. Maybe we should take some phone calls, get somebody to bring up some of the Mallor militia and see what they have to say. We can certainly get them. See, the thing about Ben is he doesn't really know about technology. I've told him many times that he needs to get over having a flip phone, but the guy is archaic with what he says. I've told him before, have you tried to turn the device on and off again? He looks at me and he says, you're kidding, right? But that actually helps. So these are some things that Ben is learning, some of the simple things when it comes to technology that he is working on. So hopefully we can catch up with him in just a moment because I know that what he was saying was really, really important. And how dare we get to him and hopefully we can right after this break. This is the Ben Maller Show. Hope to have Big Ben right after this. This is
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search
2: FSR to listen live. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from the Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever
6: you're listening. The journey to a smoke free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at Zin.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: And let's go to Beer Drinking Brian. We'll check in with him. First of all, he's got a great name. He's got my name. What's going on, Beer Drinking Brian? Hey,
7: what's up, Brian? Well, you know, um, I had something to talk to him about because me and my uh, half pint over here, yeah. which is also part of the show, we had a dilemma because we're just thinking about 87 and 91 because I'm from Minneapolis. And so we're starting to talk about what is worse my life as a sports fan in the Twin Cities or her not being able to drive her tractor the last few days because it's been snowing so much down here in Kansas City area.
1: So this is a discussion that you're having. Which one is worse?
7: Well, you know which one I think is worse. I mean, I...
1: I think it's the tractor. See, I'm jealous of you with that tractor. I really am.
7: Well... I try to save her though because she doesn't know how to drive on good roads, let alone when it's icy and snowing out.
8: See what so I? Then we get issues. Well, plus she's got she's got a bikini on when she's driving, <laughs> so that's that's an issue as well.
7: Well, hey, you do. Hey, who who gave you all that information? Coop did you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that? Was,
8: Wait that a minute, was, what's going that, on here? Oh, no,
7: something going that, on here. That was
8: me talking, Brian. That was Coop. That was Coop.
7: <laughs> oh, that was. Oh, it, it, was it? Hey, what's up, Coop? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I just, you know, I'm just having fun, you know. I haven't called in for a week, so I just, you know, and then, of course, Ben short-sized it. You know, it's back at it his Mallor Mansion. I, I you know, it's all good. Yeah, Brian, see, he,
1: call, all- he calls it a Mallor Mansion, but let's be honest. It's more like a Mallor hut. It's basically about 400 square feet. I've been to the place. The bathroom and the bedroom are interconnected. It's, it's a very small area. Not to say that there's anything wrong with that, because where I stay right now, it's small. I, I, I wanted to ask you as well, Brian, as we sort of finish up this conversation, we've got others in Malheur Militia. But does your Legoland driver's license, does that work for a tractor? Because is that what you've been using to get around? I, do you even have a driver's license, like a real one? Or have you been just going by what you have as far as Legoland?
7: No, 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 no. I don't drive right now. I'm actually in the class, getting everything done through the state of Missouri, but she drives it, but she's not supposed to because she doesn't have a drive. She's never had a driver's license. And she drives that damn tractor around. They've pulled over too many times. She's hit stuff.
1: She just yeah, it sounds like a crazy scenario, Brian. Well, we appreciate you. Keep calling in. The fact that you have Brian as your first name means you are a good dude, and hopefully, post COVID. I can like u- your podcast. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It was fun. I had yeah. Coop on. Roberto is going to come on soon, but I, had oh, I haven't Coop.
7: seen Coop yet. So, okay, Coops, I get Coop, if you've ever seen, I check Coop if you've,
1: yeah, Brian, if you've ever seen an infomercial for cannabis. It's basically what, what the interchange was between Coop and I on the
8: podcast. I don't think we even brought up weed a single time during the entire podcast, I just, which I was expecting a question about it, and it never came. But, Brian, if you want to watch the, me, my appearance on Brian's podcast, turn on the subtitles because uh, <laughs> Fenley had some audio issues that uh, he didn't work out. Well,
1: first of all, you— oh, bl- come on, Brian. You can't get it
8: right? Come here's, on. Here's
1: the thing, Brian— in a- it wasn't my I was
8: fault. A, I was a DJ for many years.
7: Come on, you gotta be able to know how to do all this. Stuff. What
1: was your DJ name? No. Yeah, what was your DJ name? I had a DJ name in college. My radio. DJ no, no, name is- I, I was just I just went with my
7: name. I was down Beer- in South Texas. DJ Beer Drinking eight Brian. Eight miles from the border, down in McAllen, Texas, for about four years, and I just I uh,
1: let- yeah. Let me tell Good you, my DJ name in college was DJ Innocent Convict. I played three hours. No, it wasn't. Yes, oh. it was. Yes, oh, it was. Jesus. I had my own Facebook right. page. We were perfect for you because it was the stoner show. It was a
8: Back strictly- When we were in college, you mean you had your own MySpace page? Pretty much. Well, I wish Coop
7: could send please. me some stuff, but I'm still illegal in Missouri. You know, they don't have it legal in Missouri yet. You know, I I wouldn't mind having <laughs> a little. I'm not sending. Nice, uh, California go. gone to, but you know, I mean. All right, yeah. all right. Bye, goodbye, goodbye, Brian. Brian,
1: we love you. We will talk to you soon. Who else do we have out there?
8: Uh, well, let's see. We've got a. Uh, we're he's he's we're gonna say he's gonna be on hold later for for uh lame jokes if you know assuming assuming we get Ben back, but we we can say hello to Weedman for a second. My
1: man Weedman, how are you doing, man? I heard you on earlier this week. Are you feeling okay?
8: Hey, Brian, I love
4: you, okay? That's the first you time anybody said that to me. Update guy on the planet.
1: How much were you paid to say that?
4: I'm hey, not a dime. Weedman man yeah, at Gmail WeedBanHippie at gmail.com. PayPal me money, please.
1: How, how successful have those calls for money been for you, Weedman? Have you Not, seen people in the Maller Militia donate money? Because I, I would think that it would be hard.
4: It, it, you know what? One person, I guess from the show, sent me $20.
8: I feel like there's been a couple, Weedman.
4: There may have been a couple, but I'm talking recently.
8: Yeah, yeah, recently, recently.
1: I mean, that's cool. Weedman, which underpass do you live under? Oh,
7: come on, Brian. <laughs> I'm not living like
1: under. <laughs> I, uh, I, I wanted to come visit. 20 seconds here. Weedman, we love you. Keep calling in. We've got a lot of other callers, so hopefully we can get to you. This is the Ben Maller Show, hoping to have Big Ben back in just a moment. You are listening to Fox Sports Radio. Big Ben, we're having some technical difficulties, hoping to reunite with him here next hour.
6: The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road, but if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zen nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 challenge and enjoy 10 smoke free, spit free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
0: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast
5: is going on a road trip.